Welcome to a new episode of NY Jets Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with another episode. It's week four of the NFL season. Uh, Kyle, how you feeling tonight, man? Uh, I'm doing all right for the most part. You know, I'm saying kind of disappointed, you know, in the way things uh, went this Saturday, this Sunday with, you know, with the, the <laughs> but, yeah, but that, I said, uh, uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, so I'm about to say I think us just fans are very disappointed, and it's just not the it's not the fact of the matter that the Jets lost. It's the fact that we got skunked by the Broncos, twenty six to zero, and there and there was no flow in the offense. Um, it's so much that the defense could could do for for that team. So, um, could could you tell us, Kyle, what 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 have you saw wrong with? with the game on offense. Yeah, like I said, like you mentioned, it was to me there was just no real flow to the offense. Um I said I think I remember it, it was like the the drive that we moved down the field, I think, and got the the field goal attempt was like the only time you really saw any sort of consistency, you know, in the in the offense and they and they did it with, you know, short passes, you know, five five and six and seven yard passes and just methodically moved down the field which you know that was something that you know they was criticizing um zach about you know before saying that he's look he needs to take those types of shots and you know just to move the chains and i know in that particular drive he did it but you know i guess as you know the league grew you know those type of things kind of goes out the window when you trying to make up, you know, three scores in the second half. Yeah. I just feel that um this I don't know what's going on. The Jets are the second in the league and drop passes. It's it's just nothing that's there. What like what would like we we get it. You know, the difference between preseason and the season is that Zach Wilson went against um the second tier defenses and not the first tier. But like what is like like is they nervous or what like like what's really going on? There's no run flow, there's no there's like a, a not even a balance. There's there's just like like miss like like mixed signals, you know? Yeah. I said for me, um I think to me the um the biggest issue uh outside of uh you know, just the, the scheming of things. It seems like when uh, Zach gets opportunities to make some of the easier throws, he's not doing it. And, you know, that's definitely going to be a problem. It's like, for example, if you think about in the first drive, he had a, which should have been a, a, a routine play on an out route to more in the first, like the first drive, and the ball hit the ground like four yards short of him and out of bounds. And like, that's not supposed to happen. You know, that's, that's a Donald X type throw from years past where, you know, you have a guy that's practically open and the ball doesn't even get anywhere near him, you know? So right. it was little things like that to me that compounded whatever issues they had with, um, you know, game flow and how certain plays were called. Right. And again, it's just, you, you could just see, you could just, I, I get it. You know, we, we, you know, we was expecting them to have the growing pains, but the pain shouldn't be this obvious where you're, you're really digging deep in the heart, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little scratch here and there, but you're, you're digging deep in the heart and, and it's really hurtful to us fans. And I, I, I really don't know. Um, I know Quentin Williams said that they should have been losing. Uh, they should be losing by fifty or sixty points. Um, I don't know if you agree with what Quentin Williams said in his uh press conference, but I I kind of agree with him. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, not go to go, to go crazy, Kyle, but you know what I'm saying, though. <laughs> well, here's the thing: the reason why I would disagree with him is because, for the most part, despite 
um, one of the glaring issues that the Jets have, which is the lack of running, um, sorry, not running back, linebacker depth. The defense has been playing kind of decent, you know, as far as if if I'm not mistaken, we actually are in the top 10 in defense. So believe it or not. And and that's crazy to, to, to not have the offensive flow and to not just have an offensive flow and to, to, be in the game with shot as much as possible. And then it's too much that the defense can, you know, can do because that offense is out there for only two minutes and then they back out. Right. So that I said, to me, that speaks credit to what, you know, Salah's defense and those guys are actually doing out there, you know, and, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, yeah, we're owing three, um, and definitely to me, I'm going to tell you right now, I put a lot of onus on this one, Zach, because like I said, to me, his, his, his play has not been anywhere near um, what what's, was advertised and um, put out there for the fans to be optimistic about. Like, I'm not seeing it. Um, yeah. But to, to the Jets' credit, I am going to say this. The team that they lost to, both teams are undefeated, or two of the three teams are undefeated, and two of the three teams are, if I'm not mistaken, top five in defense so far after three weeks. And that other team that we lost to is a team coached by Belichick, and we already know what his record is like against um, rookie quarterbacks. So to be... To, to have been in, you know, at least in contention in some of those games, you know, outside the Denver game, I still think should be accredited to, um, you know, these guys at least putting forth effort, even though it might not seem like effort because of the, the production that's being um, put out there. Yeah, um, you're right. And, but that's what you want your rookie quarterback to go against. You know, and and Wilson was not the only one that had a hard day. You know, look look what Miles Miles Garrett did did to Justin Fields, tore him apart. Didn't he have like four point five sacks that game? <laughs> he tore mm-hmm. Justin Fields apart. And remember, some of the people actually wanted Fields over Wilson. Right. So it's so it's just growing pains for uh. The Bears as well, but the Bears whole line um suck, no disrespect. But it's just it's just the truth given. And we just gotta deal, we just gonna have to deal with it. So with that being said, let's let's speak on the game that we're uh me and Kyle was actually going to the Titans game. We hoping to meet some some of y'all great people that's listening to this podcast at the game, um, before the game. Um we we probably gonna meet up with some some fans and you know, talk some football and everything like that. Uh, we got great seats, but we're gonna speak on the Jets versus Titans. Um, what, what could, what could, um, what, what do you want to see out of the offense against the Titans? I honestly, I just want to see, for the most part, execution. You know what I mean? To me, I think even if. Even if it gets to a point where, you know, we only score, let's say, 10 points, I want it to be that we scored 10 points because the Titans actually played great defense, not that we were doing things that, um, at the end of the day, killed ourselves, like missing open receivers and dropping passes and um, missing blocking assignments. You know, I, I want to see, um, I want to see a game that, at least if we do lose, it's because of the great play on the other side and not the poor play on our side. Yeah, and, and I I want to see the team compete from from first down all the way down the fourth quarter and not just from our defense. We need it from our offense. I want to go to this game and I want to find, you know, find 
find myself and not just myself, but yourself and the, you know, and also the fans that that will see over there the chair for something, you know, to believe in something for our future, you know. And even though our defense is good, doing good, I think if our offense can kind of make some noise, I think we'll have something to um to cheer for. But right now, Derrick Henry and that offense is too hot for the um the Titans. So I have the Titans winning this game. Um, I, I, I will say it would be, um, uh, I, the score, I think I'm going to predict this 28 to 14. Um, I, I would want to see at least a touchdown or two, but I'm not, I'm not having high hopes for this game against the, against the Titans. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to, to, to be about that. I think it's going to be maybe like a sad to say, but like a, like a 23 to nine type of game. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the Titans in terms of offense, you know, they're, they're, they are actually what I would hope the Jets will eventually come out to be, you know, someone that, you know, okay, you have to, you have to respect the run game because you know those guys up front are blocking and 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 making making lanes for the running back so that you know when that happens eventually it'll open up the passing game you know and the Titans have you know two great players on the outside and Jones and Brown so you know that's what I'm hoping you know to see with the Jets you know um mm-hmm. maybe hopefully maybe um you know, we get to see uh, Crowder. You know, this. Um, yes, this that would be great. You know, that's, um, because I think that I think you know what, Kyle. I'm sorry, but I think that Crowder would open it up a little bit for maybe Davis and and company, just because we know what Crowder can do when he catches that ball and he makes those routes. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's the so that that right there could be a plus for us. Maybe that's why I got 14 points too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that's why I got 14 points for my for my uh prediction, but I don't expect just to win this game. If they win and we and we at the game, then I'm gonna be surprised and I'll be happy too. But it'll be <laughs> definitely a surprise for me. But I don't expect I don't expect much. Um I think I did too much. I think maybe I had too much um liquor in my in, you know in the coffee cup or something you know but <laughs> the last two games but this one um i'm gonna play it straight and just say that the Jets will will lose this game but hopefully the offense will get it together so we'll definitely see and again um we'll be at the game um hopefully we'll get to be able to talk to some of y'all fans and before the game and hopefully maybe after the game a little bit and you know, and as and as fans, we'll we'll definitely expect to to have a good time overall. So, NFL NFL topics. Um, the big trade. Uh, Henderson. You thought the Panthers was the number one defense, and they had enough. But apparently, they lost J.C. Horn. They lost Christian McCaffrey, and now the Panthers made a trade for actually C.J. Henderson. Um, the Panthers gave away the tight end Dan Arnold. In the third round draft pick for Henderson and the fifth round selection. Um, how do you feel about that trade, Kyle? Uh, to me, I think it was definitely a smart trade on their on their end. You know, with them losing uh, with them losing uh, um, JC Horn, that that was a big blow, and it's I feel sorry for the kid because from what his understanding, like if I'm not mistaken, they said he broke several bones in his foot, so who knows how that's going to heal up and eventually affect him for the rest of his career. But, you know, I'm hoping for the best for him because he was someone that um, I actually liked, you know, coming out of the draft and thought that uh, he would definitely be, uh, you know, a solid player for whoever drafted him. Right. Um, I think the team is going to find a way it's just find a way to get better, and they and they actually do did they they rebuild in the right way. Um, they got the right coach Matt Rule, got the right staff, um, and 
you know, they they young, they they ready, they fast, they you know, they just they it's just what you know Robert Salah's team supposed to be all gas, no brakes, and that's what you're seeing out of the Panthers right now. And for them to get CJ Henderson with the possibility of JC Horn coming back um late November, December, I think November to December. If JC Horn could come back with that with CJ Henderson on the other side, that 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 it's gonna be a dangerous defense in the playoffs coming up. Yeah, definitely, definitely there'll be someone to 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 look out for, especially the way they've you know they've been playing so far. You know what I'm saying? They're definitely a contender. Right. And also they're talking about the Panthers possibly making a trade for uh Colts running back Marlon Mack. Um, due to Christian McCaffrey being out a couple of weeks, it's possibility. But also, um, Marlon Mack, uh, for the news, uh, said that he that him and the Colts are gonna, I guess, part ways and find a trade. Um, also, the teams that's involved is the Ravens, 49ers, Eagles, and the Chiefs. Uh, which one of those teams you could see him fitting in? Um, honestly, I I can see him pretty much fitting in. Quite a few of those teams. Uh, I don't, I don't see at, at the end of the day any of those teams that he would go to and not be able to contribute. Like he was a, he's a solid uh, backup, and I said I think he would do well with with any one of those teams that decided to pick him up. Yeah, for me, it's just um, I, I, I think maybe the 49ers would be a would be would be good for him. Just, just, just because of the fact of the matter is that the 49ers do need that running back. They actually, um, they actually doing real good right now. Um, but I think you know them having the running back like Marlon Mack will really help them. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely see what happens. Um, they didn't put Christian McCaffrey in, in IR, which is very good for the Panthers. You don't want to lose him for six weeks, so he possibly might be out for the next two to four weeks. But um. We'll see what the young the young rookie uh Trooper Hubbard could do for them. Um I know he was I know he was good in college, right? Yeah, he was definitely um one of the guys that I would have um I wouldn't have mind the, the Jets picking up, you know, yeah. later on in the draft later. as a fifth or sixth round. Um the only knock that I had on him was uh his his pass blocking wasn't that great. Yes. But you know, outside of that, like he's definitely fit checks a lot of boxes for what you want in a running back. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, the Panthers are, are doing the damn thing. So I don't expect them to make, you know, to stop making moves anytime soon, unless they, they guys come back. Um, with that being said, uh, I guess uh, Josh Gordon got reinstated. Um, is that shocking to us? Um, it shouldn't be. You know, I think this is the third time this happened. But all, but it's shocking that he signed with the Chiefs. Um, what can Josh Gordon bring to the Chiefs' offense? I think what he'll end up doing is um, filling the role that uh, that uh, Sammy Watkins vacated when he moved on to the, um, you know, to uh, the Ravens. You know, but I said, you know, the Chiefs already have, you know. Uh, Hill and Kelsey, so it's not like they don't have the the firepower on offense. But I think he he will essentially be you know uh, a a piece that you can put in to just scheme stuff directly for you know that uh, has the talent. You know what I mean? That can uh you know just to give you some positive plays every once in a while. Right, and it possibly could be a third option because I feel like that's what you need, you know, especially if you're defending Hill and you could defend Kelsey, even one of those guys, you know, you got a possibility and a chance to win. So Josh Gordon being the third option actually could work out depending on how Josh Gordon uh, plays. But, you know, only time will tell. All right now he's in a practice squad, but um, they evaluate him. And if he does good, he should be uh, starting very soon. Um, and also Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is actually visiting the Bucks today. I know that they got a couple of guys that's um that's basically injured injury uh for the Bucks uh defense defensive backs. Um, I heard Richard Sherman is about one ninety five, the same as he was when he was with the Seattle Seahawks before. Um, 
if Richard Sermon does decide to, to you know, decide to um, sign with the Bucks, um, what what he's going to bring to that Bucks defense other than uh, leadership? Um, to me, honestly, I think that's that's the main factor. Um, I really, to me, honestly, I don't know from a skill point level what more they could have added to the offense, you know, like this. Well, yeah, that that's, like I said, to me, I think that the leadership part is the biggest thing. Cause like I said, I don't know exactly what this guy has left in the tank to, to actually contribute. So, right. um, you know, to me, I think it, it plays into the, the, the scheme to just say, okay, you know, with the chief defense being, what it was, especially last year. Mm -hmm. um, just to say, you know, okay, we got to also keep in mind Sherman's out there adds a, a little, a little bit of how to say pop for lack of a better term, you know, yes. to say, you know, to add to the defense already. Yeah. Um, that's, that's definitely it, the leadership, but also, you know, with them losing a couple of guys, you know, maybe, maybe he can, you know, even if he's just playing maybe 60, 70% of the snaps and he plays, oh, you know, good enough for Bowles defense, you know, it can just work out for him, for him, you know, because it's not like they don't have a solid, a solid seven in the D line and the linebackers, you know, if, if Bowles bring that blitz in, you know, maybe Sherman don't have to, <laughs> you know, man, man, press the guy for, for, for more than like, one and one and a half seconds, two seconds. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's be, what I see. <laughs> that'll definitely be to his benefit. You know, you don't want to put him, I think at this, this stage in his career, you don't want to put him on too many islands by himself. Right. I can, I can see that, but well, well, um, when we find out Sherman's situation, we'll definitely let y'all know. And before we get into our week three, um, Recap, we definitely gotta speak on this um this last one. Uh the Bears, they they considering foes, Fields and Dalton. Um, they don't know who's gonna start for that game. Um, who could you see starting? Who could you see starting overall, Kyle? Because to me, if you if you're smart, I, I think you will put Nick Foles out, you know, and, and you and you just ride the wheels and see what happens. Yeah, I would say to me, honestly, that would be their their the best bet at this point. Uh, I don't think that it'll be a good idea to um, you know, to continue to throw the kid out there and you know have him struggle with the way that the team has been playing and you know in general. Mm -hmm. uh, like let let him sit, let him um, uh, you know, continue to learn. And maybe even honestly, because I don't know if even uh, you know, Maggie should be the one, you know, I guess nurturing him and bringing him, you know, bringing him up to to say, okay, well, have him at the the uh, the level of being a, a NFL quarterback. I don't. Right. I don't know. Nagy's the one for that. So to me, I think I would just protect the kid as much as possible. You know, this is rookie. So he has he if he sits one or two years, it's like whatever. To me, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think people just misunderstand that when foes come out, I get it. You know, foes, foes is like we don't know what to expect, but at the same time, foes bring kid. To, you know what I'm saying? He has chemistry with with Robinson. He he knows he knows how to bring that offense down that field. He did it last season, and I'm and I'm still trying to understand this why this guy is still possibly not starting. I I would start him over Darton any day. Right. You know, and I and 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 he was with the team last year when when. Um, Mr. Trubisky wasn't playing good. Guess guess who got the job done? When they put Trubisky on the uh, bench that third or fourth quarter, 
just who brought him back in that game. Foes, and because he knows what to do, he he did it for the Eagles. He's a champion. He knows he knows how to bring that ball down the field. So if I was done, I would bring Foles out. But I won't be surprised if if it's Dalton starting. <laughs> I really, I really don't, Kyle, and it's and it frustrates me. It's one of those grind, grind my gears type of type of episode, you know. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I don't know. The only reason I can see maybe you don't play Foles is if you're expecting the possibility of using him down the line for a trade for a team that needs a quarterback, you know, because something tragic happened to their quarterback and you have this guy that you know you can maybe get a a second rounder for depending on the desperation of the team. You know what I mean? Uh, Other than that, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, um, I don't see why you wouldn't start him. He's 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 technically your best QB on the lineup right now. Yeah, exactly. But you made a great point about that. And when we figure out more about Nick Foles, we definitely will let y'all know. Um, let's get into our, our recap for um, week three. So the Panthers Thursday night football game beat the Texans uh, 24 to nine. Uh, that was to me to be expected. I didn't think that the Texans had much to um, to offer in terms of, you know, looking to stop uh you know, looking to stop Carolina. So that, to me, I think that was to be expected, especially with, um, you know, Tyrod Teller being out. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did what they had to do. I know it was a good defensive game at first, but then, you know, Sam Donald and them did what they had to do to get the job done. So, yep, Sam Donald's 3-0, and and we look at miserable on the other side. But – but it, but we'll say that for another day. But shout out to the Panthers for being three and zero. Buffalo, Buffalo put the whooping on Washington, forty three twenty one. Yeah, that actually could have been a a, a lot worse because I know I think the the Bills started out with um I think twenty one unanswered, so that could have actually been a lot worse than what the what it turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I I didn't see I didn't see Washington, um, I didn't see put a Washington putting up really a a chance of, you know, looking to uh, take that one, especially being on the road. I just didn't expect Washington. I mean, no, I'm sorry, I didn't expect Buffalo to score that many points. Yeah. Like it was like twenty one to seven. And the kicker got his got his own damn ball. And I'm like, okay, well, it's about to be a good game. And the next thing you know, it it's a blowout. And I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> that that turned that turned to a 180 very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it turned to a 180 very quickly. So yeah, um, Buffalo got the win. Um, it wasn't surprising. Uh Browns, Miles Garrett, big, big day. Shut down, hit the shutdown on uh, Justin Fields' first pro uh, pro start, uh, twenty six to six. Yeah, I I was actually expecting that game to be uh, a little closer, um, especially with um, some of the the injuries that the the Browns had on offense. But as I said, as you see, it was the defense that really you know held things in check for them and allowed them to just chip away. Because I think it was a pretty close game all the way through until, you know, as it, as it got, you know, further into the game, it just started slipping away from them little bit by little bit. Yeah, and, and Miles Garrett and that defense just just put the bruising on them. The Bears O-line cannot just, cannot just let Justin be great. And it's, it's, that is very terrible. Very, very, very terrible. And the Bears' offensive line was always in question since last season. But like I said, Miles Garrett just just put the whooping on him. And I'm surprised Justin Fields was able to take those hits. But shout out to the Browns. They got the win. Um, Justin Tucker. uh, 
dramatic 66-yard field goal, which is a new record, um, gave the Ravens a close win against the Lions, 19-17. to Yeah, that was um, that was definitely a hell of a game, you know, with the with the ending on the the kick the way that it did. Uh, I I thought that the Detroit would have um wouldn't have put up so much of a fight. And that they actually, you know, played pretty well. I was a I was surprised that um, the game was that close. I thought um, Jackson would have, uh, you know, pretty much gave them the business, but. You know, shout out to uh that that defense for holding him in check. Yeah, I'm just surprised. Uh, no, I'm surprised he made the 66 yard that that uh, pole that goal post uh saved him. But you know, it was and overall it was a good game. So shout out to both teams for that. Um, the Titans, um, Tannehill struggled a little bit, but they still got the job done against the Colts, 25 to 16. Yeah, the um. I said that to me should have been expected with, um, you know, with the injury that the Colts had. Um, yeah, I, I, I think to me there's nothing pretty much to to be surprised about there. I said the Titans are definitely a, a solid, solid team on both sides. So, yeah, and I think that if I'm not mistaken. Uh, was was it? I think yeah. They and I think they the Colts end up getting additional injuries um, during the game. That yes, you know, they, they, yes, they did. Quentin Nelson uh, got carded off, which is hurt, which which was hurts the, that offense. Absolutely. Um, Wentz didn't have a good game. Nineteen of thirty-seven, uh, QBR thirty-eight point four. Very terrible. Um, the Titans struggled as uh, Titan of uh, Tannehill struggled as well, but Derrick Henry did did what he had to do, what he do best. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, overall it was it was still a solid game. So shout out to both teams. Um, it's not much you could do there. Um, the shock, the shocker of the week. Um, the Chargers beat the Chiefs in KC, um, thirty to twenty four. Yeah, that one I wasn't expecting. Uh, and but at the end of the day, that uh, that is a division rival, so they're familiar with each other. And honestly, though, I I don't know uh, what's going on with the Chiefs' offense. Yes, There's, I don't know what's going on. Whether I don't know whether it's you no know, teams are just catching up to them, and you know, are are just scheming them better, or is it? something going on with the players like they just don't seem chief like you know what i mean yes and to me it's just you 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 got to give the you got to give the charges credit they are not playing no games and i know you know people might have thought it was a fluke maybe with with Justin Herbert but Justin Herbert is very serious right now and i think we really need to look out for this kid even though it's the second year but this kid is is very good and and he is showing that he can be elite with these top quarterbacks. So shout out to the Chiefs for this win. That was a very big win for them. Um, the Saints, they the Saints shut down the uh, the Patriots, uh, blew out the Patriots, twenty eight to thirteen. Yeah, that was a surprising, that was a surprising uh, game for me. Uh, I wouldn't have expected the Saints to to go into New England and win like that. Um, Especially with uh, Jameis Winston, you know, leading that, <laughs> you know, people were people were hyped about that first week, and I pretty much sound like, oh, don't that don't think that's that that week was Jameis Winston. You know, what I mean, that was just Green Bay playing like crap. So, and you know, right. the next week showed it because Carolina pretty much put the boot to him. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, I said the way the fact that New England lost that game. I, I thought Belichick would have did a better job of, of shutting them down. But, you know, credit to um Peyton to um to Sean Payton being able to um you know do what he did to, to pull out that win. Uh Mac Jones wasn't a great day for Mac Jones neither. Uh touchdown three interceptions. 
Um, Jameis Winston only had 128 passing yards, two touchdowns. I think it's just that defense. The Saints' defense is really good this season. Yeah. You got to give credit for their defense, man. But I just, I, if if you if you play a playoff game and you're doing 128 yards and two touchdowns, you better hope that defense shuts shuts that next team down because you're not going to get away with that in the playoffs. Yeah, but it's it's funny because like I said you you mentioned um you mentioned uh Mac Jones' uh, stats, you know, and saying that he had the three interceptions, and you know, you know, from God knows how long how I've been preaching about uh Mac Jones and his abilities, and <laughs> honestly, if you look, like I said if you look at the game and look at the last two, as if you have time, look at the last two games when. Mm-hmm. Matt played us, and even with them playing the Saints, right? The interceptions that he had at the end of the day, one was a bad throw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right. most of his throws are on time in places where the the receiver can catch them, whatever. Whereas right. in contrast, if you look at Wilson's throws, even when the guys are open, he's throwing the ball in a way that they have to move awkwardly to try and catch it, whether it's a little bit behind them or, you know, a little bit low, a little bit in front of them. Like he has to improve his accuracy and being able to put the ball in places where his receiver can catch it and do things with it. That's what I've been seeing out of Mac Jones so far this season, you know, and Mm -hmm. people, you know, been sitting on him because they say, "Oh, well, he's not mobile. He doesn't need to be if you're if you're an accurate thrower." <laughs> Basically, you you can stay in the pocket as long as you got your blocking, and you can find your guy and just throw it right to him. Plain so, simple. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but other than that, Matt Jones, he's still doing what he got to do. It's just one bad week, you know. He said we won't respect that this game coming up, but. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is, and, and that's what it is. The Saints are the better team. And a good shout-out to the Saints for that for that win. Um, the Falcons beat the Giants in a close game, 17-14. Yeah, I was expecting the Giants. If I'm not mistaken, I expected the Giants to lose because I, I think because uh, – and the main reason I expected them to lose, for whatever reason, if you, if you look at it to, to um, last week when they played against yeah. Washington – they play teams for whatever reason better to me on the road than they do at home. Like to mm. me, they lose games at home that they should win and they end up beating teams on the road that they should. And then you say, think about it. They almost beat Washington. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they, they really yeah, they didn't have won. any business beating Washington because of Washington's defense. Yes. <laughs> and they still should have won that game. And they, this thing do what they had to do to win that game. But yeah, um, the Giants, I don't know what's going on with them. I know I saw Giants fans on my uh, Facebook page saying that they, that they suck, but yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's another thing. The next game we got is the Bengals beat the Steelers 24 to 10. Yeah, that, that was a surprise to me. I, I thought that <laughs> the Steelers, I thought that that would have been a little bit of a, a shootout. Like I thought that the Steelers offense and, you know, the Bengals offense are were decent and that they would just probably be moving up and down the field on each other, especially with their familiarity with each other. But that turned out to be nowhere close to the case. And, you know, I saw a video of, um, I saw videos of, you know, some of the highlights and some of the things that was happening with uh, Big Ben. And I think uh, this this might be his last his last hurrah because there was times where my man was literally falling for no reason. Like, he was tripping over his own feet. Like, when, <laughs> you know, so he was already not much of a mobile quarterback. But when you get into the point where, you know, you're tripping over your own feet on rollouts, like, it might be mm-hmm. time to yeah, um, to, to me, Kyle, this was not a surprise to me because, remember, I, I picked the Bengals for this reason that the offense would struggle. And if you really look at it, other than Claypool, 
why why is Najee Harris the leader in in receiving yards? Juju's not involved. Washington's not involved. Like these guys are not involved. Not even Eric Ebron. And that's your tight. That's your damn tight end. You know, not in the wrestling game. It's not even involved. Najee Harris had forty yards, averaged two point nine yards, and that offense is struggling, Kyle. And we saw this last season. I I really think this has been Roethlisberger last season, and I thought last season would be it. But if this season doesn't prove that Ben Ben has to retire, then I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know, bro. That's why I chose the Bengals to win that game. They offense is suspect, and they they one of the last teams in the NFL for what I saw earlier today on offense. They are struggling, man. They are very much struggling. And when's the last time you ever really saw the Steelers struggle on offense? Yeah, I said it's weird because they seem to have a little pattern with them where marquee receivers for them at one point they're hot and then the new guy comes in and it's like the old guy just kind of like disappears. You know what I mean? Right. Like it happened with, um, you know, think about it. Happened with Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward gave way to um, um, Santonio. Santonio mm-hmm. gave way to, to AB. AB gave way to Juju. And now Juju's giving way to um, Claypool. To Claypool. And it's like, it's crazy because it's not like these guys are bad. They're so not. What's going on? Like, why can't, why can't they, um, you know, have some sort of cohesion where everyone is, um, you know, pretty much sharing the rock. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Yes. And Ben Roethlisberger shouldn't be throwing the ball 58 times. <laughs> I'm just saying like, that's just, that's just like a, that's just like a, a danger, you know? You hit the red danger button because the run game is not involved. Now you got to press the red button and you got to throw the ball a million times and hope and prayer that they that they win the game. And we saw this happen against the Browns in the playoff game. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So shout out to the Bengals for a win. Um, they two on one right now. Um, the Cardinals uh, beat the Jags. Close game, 31-19. Yeah, I did not expect that to be a close game at all. But I think probably one of the big reasons it was even as close as it was is because of um, going into the game, I believe um, Nuke was, wasn't, was you know, 100%. So mm. having someone like him, you know, playing at 75% or whatever, you know, could definitely put a damper on your, your, your offense. So I, I probably... That's probably one of the reasons, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the the Cardinals actually scored a defensive touchdown. They had a pick six. So yes. even in some of that score, you know what I mean? The defense is is um, contributed to that. Now, um, just shout out to the Jags for, for a good fight. Um, I think one of the, uh, the Jags players ran it back for the longest return, 109 yards. Okay, yeah. Yeah, tried to kick a 68-yard field goal miss, and it ended up being a touchdown. But, yeah, yeah I mean, the Jags are fighting. Shout-out to the Jags. Um, but also shout-out to the Cardinals for going for, for being 3-0. Um, you no, know, maybe we didn't expect it, but but also I know next week, I know this week, there's a, the Sunday game coming up is going to be real good for them, and it's going to be a real big test for them. Um, the Raiders, this was a shocker. Uh overtime win against the Dolphins, 31 to 28. Yeah, I don't I said I don't know if that was much of a shocker for me. Um, especially with uh the quarterback challenges Miami's gonna have right now. So like I I I expect I, I think I picked the Raiders, you know, to to win that game. I didn't I didn't think. I, I I thought that you know the Dolphins would compete, but I didn't think that they would pull it out on the road. Yeah, just just for me, it's just a it's just a wow. So shout to the Dolphins, but the Raiders three and zero for the first time in a in a long time. Um, 
since 2002, almost 20 years ago. But oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shout out to the Raiders though for that win. Um, the Rams beat the Buccaneers 34 to 24. Yeah, that. I don't know if you can you can call that a a, a shocker because I said definitely <laughs> both teams are 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 loaded on both sides of the ball. So it was just about who's going to bend or break first, you know. And you know, with the you know with the Rams, you know, being what they are, and you know, shout out. Shout out to um, shout out to uh, Deshaun Jackson because even at what thirty seven, he's still running past people like, you know, they're standing in quicksand. No, so yes. <laughs> having someone like I said, having someone like him to to be able to literally blow the top off, you know, the defense and have two sure-handed guys and Coop and um Robert Woods, you know running on the outsides whatever like i said the rams are definitely someone that you you have to be concerned back about in um with their passing game um brady brady's not the type of guy that should be throwing the ball for 55 times but he he still he still actually had good stats um i, I don't know where the run game was the run game wasn't involved too much but i will say woof Matt Stafford is really showing is really showing the, that the Rams is a Super Bowl contender right now. Hands down, Kyle. I know it's only three games, but hands down. You come out and you and you beat the Colts. You beat the you beat the the Bucks. Um I forgot who they played the first game, but you come you come out and you and you beat a Super Bowl winning team. Yep. Now imagine if that's a playoff game. You know, like you really, and they beat the Bears. But just imagine, <laughs> Kyle, you you go out, you beat the you beating the Bucks, and and Stafford had a really good game, a really really good game, four touchdowns, and you're doing this against Todd Bowles' defense, which is still very good and solid. Yeah. You got to watch out for the Rams, man. The Rams, the Rams are a hell of a team right now, Definitely. and Stafford is really showing this shine too. <laughs> yep, man, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Rams, man. Man, very deadly right now. Um, Vikings beat the Seahawks thirty to seventeen. Yeah, that's that's one that I that I expected. Um, only because I said Minnesota's been playing so well and been in so many close games. I just. To me, I just thought it was just time for them to catch a break. I said they were at home, and I said maybe this this would be the one for them, and you know they was able to pull it out. Mm, yeah, shout out to the shout out to the Vikings for the win. Um, Kirk Cousins actually had a real good game. Um, where was Dalvin Cook? Did he get injured? Um, I believe so. Okay, because yeah, because they running back actually had a decent game too. Um, Madison. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because he had a good game too. Um, but other than that, yeah, shout out, shout out to the Vikings. I'm not gonna knock the hustle. They got the win, so shout out to them. So uh the Packers, very close, close win against the 49ers. Um last second, last seconds, um 30 to 28. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that one you gotta you know say you never can count out uh Green Bay when they got um you know, Mr. Rogers back there. Yes, sir. Rogers back there, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's literally like, you know what I mean? Like, if you think about it, just like how Brady is, he's one of those people you really can't leave too much time on the clock because yes. you, give him, you give him, you know, a couple of seconds too too much and you can, like, just like that, you go from being, you know, up points to losing a game. You know, he's... How many game-winning like hail marys has this guy had? You know what I mean. And just the king. past two seasons alone, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, <laughs> the king, the king of the hail mary. But you see that, but you saw that throw, Kyle, when he threw it to Devontae Adams in that tight window, and it went just past the barely past the defender's hand. Rogers is basically just showing that. Listen, man, I'm 
I'm here with Tom Brady at this age, close to his age, and I'm still letting you know I'm I'm elite. Like, just look at that pass, like to the to that fifty yard line, Kyle. When I when I saw that, I, I already knew the Packers was going to win just by that. Because <laughs> <laughs> who's yeah, making that, those type of throws, Kyle? Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. So shout out to the Packers. Great, great win. But shout out to the 49ers for a great, great tough battle. Um, in the last game, the Cowboys dominated the Eagles 41 to 21. Yeah, and that was another one I was ex- I was expecting. I didn't think the Eagles were um were gonna put up too much of a fight. I think um now that they're they're seeing what they're exactly trying to do with with um with Hurts, so mm-hmm. now it's just for you know defenses to do it because I think they on the offensive side they they really don't have much you know so unlike you know the opposite side they got the Cowboys you know their starting three wide receivers can be either one or twos on a lot of teams <laughs> right yeah. Exactly. Um, for me, it's just that defense. Um, the Cowboys' defense is making a big difference this year than than last season, and they could and they could show if the Cowboys score forty one points and the defense can give you twenty one, that's a great game. That's that's actually better than what you want. So even though the Cowboys' defense is not not great, but they're good enough to give you to give you that win if the Cowboys' offense is is clicking. So yeah, shout out to the Cowboys. Um, I do want to do my 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 um. I'm gonna start off this uh player of the week. Um, I actually have three. I actually have three players. Um, three quarterbacks for the first time because I didn't do this last season. Um, the first quarterback. The first quarterback is Justin Herbert. The second quarterback is Matt Stafford, and the third quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Those three guys performed hella well. Shout out to all three of y'all. Y'all, y'all definitely deserved it, man. Especially you, Justin Herbert. I don't know what it is about you, man, but you, but I'm, 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 I'm keeping my eye on you, man. You, you were starting to make it, man. <laughs> so shout out to you, man. Um, who, who you got, Kyle? Um, I'm actually, I said, I'm, I'm actually, I said, pretty much in agreement with you. Um. But like you said, I definitely want to also uh, throw out Miles um, Garrett for the yes, performance sir. out there. So that's it. That you know, what I'm saying, like, think about it. that's that's pretty much what uh, Chandler Jones did the first week. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the stack clinic that he put on, like, you yes, Miles Garrett came came right back and then did did just the same thing. So it's got to throw him in there too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shout out to you, Miles Garrett, because you definitely put on a hell of a clinic. Um, but yeah, so so week, so now we in week four. The predictions, the prediction wins. Um, last week I actually came out with twelve wins, shockingly, and um, Kyle, you came out with eleven. Um, so so now the wins. I think you uh, right now you got thirty wins, and I got twenty seven wins. So. I'm three, three behind you, Kyle. You, you still putting, you still putting up these wins, man. <laughs> yeah. So we got the first game, the Thursday night game. I don't think nobody really gonna watch, but um, the Jaguars versus the Bengals. Yeah, the, that should be um, that should be an, uh, a pretty easy win, you know, for the Bengals, and so the Jaguars are, you know. One of those, like I said, they're they're rebuilding team, and the Bengals been playing pretty solid. So I don't I don't expect them to lose that game. Yeah, I got the Bengals definitely winning that game um, against the Jaguars. Um, I know I know Trevor Lawrence is struggling a little bit, but he's still you know that's his growing pains, and you know he's only going to get better from here. But um, Joe Bauer is definitely that quarterback right now, so I'm definitely going with the Bengals. Um, Sunday game. So first game is the Washington against the Falcons. Uh yeah, I think I'm going to go with um I think I'm gonna go with uh Washington on this game. Uh after the Falcons, they they pulled out one this week against the Giants, but 
I said, to me, I think the Washington's uh, defense is, is definitely the the catalyst for them, you know, pulling out wins. And I don't see, I, I, I'll see them pretty much doing the same thing, uh, you know, this week against the, the Falcons and that defense probably going to hold them down. Yeah, um, I I agree with the defense, but I'm I'm actually gonna go with the Falcons on this one. I'm 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 gonna see what Matt Ryan could do, um, Mr. Matty Ice. I think I think Matty Ice could pull it pull it out. Um, I don't know about the defense per se, but I think Matty Ice could do something, um, especially after Josh Allen, you know, putting putting a little exposure on that defense. Um, I expect my Matty to do the same. Um, Bills versus the Texans. Yeah, that's another. So I think that's another win for the Bills. I think they go yeah. up one. The Texans are. Like I said that Texans have actually been playing a lot better than I was expecting them to play. But I, I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them beating the Bills on on you know, in Buffalo. I don't see it neither. But um, yeah, I got Buffalo winning as well. Um, Lions against the Bears. Yeah, this is an interesting one because as bad as the Bears is playing, um, I don't know if the Lions are good enough to beat anyone on the road. So uh, I think I'm going to go with the Bears on this one. I'm, I'm actually going to pick the Lions to get their first win. Um, the Bears' old line struggling. Um, I don't know if Khalil Mack is playing. I forgot to even mention him because he was injured. Um, I don't. I don't see. I don't see the Bears beating the Lions. I think Jared Goff finally gets his first win as a Lion. Shocking. I'm gonna pick the Lions on this one. Um, Panthers against the Cowboys. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going. I think I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on this one at home. Uh. I think if if the Panthers had um, um, McCaffrey, I think it would have been a different story. But um, right, the Cowboys. Um, I think the power the Cowboys end up pulling this one out. Um, I definitely agree with you, and I'm going with the Cowboys. Um, this would be the first time the defense is going to get exposed, um, especially if Zeke is pulling up, is going to put the same numbers that he did uh, last game, you know, to get him started. Um, if that Prescott's still hot, I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys on this one. Um, Colts against the Dolphins. Um, this one will go on a little limb, and I'm going to put, pick the Colts on this one. Um. I think uh, the Colts are playing under what they're capable of, and I think they're they're going to pull this one out in a close game. Oh, you must have read my mind, Kyle, because I actually agree. I thought I actually picked the Colts to win this one. Uh, Wentz finally gets his first one as a Colt, and even though they they don't have Nelson, I I I just don't believe in that Dolphins team right now. So I'm definitely going with the Colts. Um, Browns versus Vikings. Um, this is an interesting one too. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Vikings at home. Uh, mm. At the end of the day, I think for the most part, Cleveland isn't like Cleveland has the ability to beat teams, you know, on the road. Um, yeah, but they also. You know, Baker sometimes also has the ability to underperform in pressure. And yes. I think, you know, with their division being what it is, um, I think uh, this week, I think the pressure of just keeping pace might might get to them, get to him, and uh, they, end up, they lose this one to the Vikings. I'm, I'm actually going with the Vikings as well. Um, Kirk Cousins. It's definitely <laughs> that there's definitely a, a better quarterback than the Bears quarterback. So, yeah, I'm respecting Kirk Cousins is still fire on all cylinders. I'm going with the Vikings on this one. Um, Giants versus the Saints. Yeah, 
Um, I actually think this is going to be a molly wop. You know, I think the Saints are going to give the Giants the, the full business. <laughs> they, I, I've seen them winning by at least 13. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb with this one again. I, I will choose the Giants to win. Uh, Jameis Winston can't get can't keep getting away with this 120 yards, um, two two to five touchdown passes. He just can't. I'm gonna go with the Giants on this one. <laughs> um, Chiefs versus Eagles. Um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll go with the Chiefs with this one, even though they haven't been playing up to what I expected them to play. Uh, I don't see the Eagles as being a challenge to contest them to say. Uh, you know, the challenge, you know, the challenge them to say, okay, no, we're going, you know, enough to to take a win from them. So, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm definitely going with the Chiefs. And this is a must win for them. Hands down, Kyle. They have to win. The AFC is tough, the, mm-hmm. especially to make the playoffs. So, this is a must win for the Chiefs. So, I got the Chiefs winning. Um, game of the week, Cardinals versus the Rams. Yeah. Uh, I got to go with the Rams at home on this one. Uh, I think they're just too, they're too good on both sides of the ball right now for a lot of teams to, to be able to handle. And um, even though I know the card, the Cardinals are definitely a good team. Um, Nuke not being a hundred percent is definitely uh, an issue for that offense. So I'm a go with the Rams. I'm, I'm definitely picking the Rams. The Rams is is too damn good, but the Cardinals will give them a battle. But I I'm sorry, I I, I can't see them being Matt Stafford right now. Stafford and Mavades just already got chemistry, and Stafford is on a whole new level right now. Um, so I'm going with the Rams on this one. Seahawks versus 49ers. Uh, I got the I got the Seahawks pulling this one out. Um. I think it's going to be a, a, a high-scoring game. But I, I think the, the Seahawks um, will, will win this one. I'm actually going to pick the 49ers. <laughs> and, and as shocking as it is to me, I I know 49ers always has a problem, always has problems with Seattle. But you know what? The 49ers actually did, is actually doing decent this season. And I'm, I'm actually going to go for them. Um. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Uh, the next game is the Ravens versus the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go – I'm going to think I'm going to go with the Broncos on this one. Mm. The Broncos, uh, you know, hold out and, and continue to be undefeated at home. Uh, I, I reason why I say this because um, I don't know how <laughs> – Despite Lamar, you know Jackson being being that dude, they're still to me. I think they're still kind of one-dimensional because they don't have a legit uh, running back, you know, as that running threat outside of Jackson. So I think that's a, a recipe for disaster with the way the Broncos' defense is playing. Yeah, um, I, I I will pick the Ravens on this one. I I want um I want this is a this is going to be a kind of a test for Teddy Bridgewater, um uh, so I I'll I'll pick the Ravens on this one. I'm gonna be the odd man. I'll choose the Ravens on this one. We got the Steelers against the Packers. Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay. <laughs> so the Steelers, like I said something's not right with them, and and well, mainly uh. Ben, I said, I'm just something going on with Ben, uh, and I don't see, I don't see them being able to to beat uh, a Packers team on the road at that. So yeah, I'm going with the Packers. I'm going with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is hot, so I'm going with the Packers on this one. Um, must watch game Sunday night game. Tom Brady and the Bucks. Belichick and the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going with the Bucks. I think, like I said, Belichick. Uh, I said I don't think he'll. 
he he had the the formula to to be able to slow down this this Buck team. And I said they have too many weapons on offense, and the defense is just way too solid to um you know for them to I think to 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 lose this one. Um, I'm actually going with the Bucks. Um, I think Tom Brady beating the Patriots that would be him beating all NFL teams, right? Yeah. Once he beat his old teams, ah, yeah. But I'm yeah, so I'm expecting Tom Brady to do it. Um, yeah, Buccaneers will beat the Patriots in the Monday Night Football game: the Raiders versus the Chargers. Um. I am going to go with the Raiders. Um, for whatever reason, they seem to just be finding ways to win. <laughs> and, you know, with that being said, like, it's it's hard for me to go against them right now because they're just playing decent football. And I said decent enough to just win, whether it be sloppy games or close games, whatever. They've just been winning. So, I'm going to continue with the Raiders. Mm, I'm going to pick the Chargers on this one. I think Justin Herbert is a better quarterback than Derek than, uh, Carr right now. And I hate to say that, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm actually going to pick the, I'm actually going to pick the Chargers to win, but either way, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, that's definitely the one to watch. Yeah, that definitely is. And that's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast. Um, just like you said, just like we said, um, we're, we're going to be at the game this Sunday. Uh, we would love to meet some of y'all listeners. Um, if y'all attend the game, even if not, um, you know, we'll, we'll let y'all know how the experience went. Um, as always, we do this for y'all every week until next week. We'll take a flight. <laughs>